Hey, everybody. We're back for another first-run bald movie tonight. We saw... Is this the ninth Quentin Tarantino movie out of ten, out of a scheduled I, ten? I believe so. I thought it was eight. No, Hateful at- Eight was eight. Oh, okay. So this has to be nine. Uh, Once Upon a Nine in Hollywood, mm-hmm. uh, starring Brad Pitt and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Margot Robbie and a lot of people. <laughs> uh-huh. Margaret S- Qualley. Yeah. Little Jill uh, Garvey from Lena The Leftovers. Dunham. Lena Dunham. Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. Uh, who, who, uh, Dewey Crow. Yep, Dewey Crow's in there. Yeah, Timothy Oliphant brought a couple of the the trash out of Harlan County with him. God, they ruined poor Timothy Oliphant's hair in this. <laughs> he just turned into a big pile of shit on his head. Nah, he's got such a pretty head of hair. I know, it's a shame. Uh, Jim, what'd you think of this uh, this movie here? Dr- uh, written and directed by one Quentin Tarantino. I So I really didn't like Hateful Eight at all. I, I kind of hated Hateful Eight. Um, this was good, not great. Okay. I, I think... It's sort of propped up by its acting. If there was anybody less spectacular than Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt and, uh, you know, they're kind of the main, they're the leads on this. Uh, if they were any less spectacular, I don't know that I would like this movie. But goddamn, especially Leonardo DiCaprio does some amazing work. Yeah, I mean, to me, this movie is two hours of watching uh, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio just fuck around. Mm-hmm. And then when the plot actually engages buckle the fuck up <laughs> um, uh-huh. but i don't know i in and there's like a but there's a several set pieces that are just it reminds it, it reminds me a lot of the godfather in the way that like there's just a lot of things that are watchable and absorbing mm-hmm. um and there is a sense a palatable sense of a kind of menace and dread that they have throughout the like you're you're that you're you're coming close to some kind of collision uh, you know, because I think everyone knows that this is loosely, you know, the the, the thread tying this together is the the Manson murders, the right the, the Sharon t- Tate, yeah, yeah. Sharon Tate, the uh, Polanski murders, mm-hmm. um, and but, and it's got that, but it's like imagine like all the different set pieces of the Godfather, like the wedding and the Italian sequence and the Hollywood sequence, but there's nothing that really ties them together. You're just watching like Tom Hagen just fuck around, do his job, you know? Yeah, um, it almost seems like a buddy film in a weird way. Yeah, yeah, you know? but it's like it's got a lot of it's. It's really cool to see like old school Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's beautifully shot. I mean, Jesus, there's some yeah. just real, real beautiful shots and like lots of uh, you know dark streets of Hollywood with bright lights, big city, lots mm-hmm. of uh, you know Hollywood backlot, um, just kind of funny inside ball Hollywood stuff. Uh, some stuff is probably not uh, autobiographical about the principles, you know, like the, what it's like to be in the cusp of being over the hill and maybe it's time to hang yeah. up your spurs or maybe you've got like one more last run in you. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll go with it. it. It's not, I mean, this isn't Kill Bill. This isn't Pulp mm-hmm. Fiction. Um, it's 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 kind of of a piece of Django and Inglorious Bastards. But much, okay. much more sedated for the majority of its of its runtime. Absolutely, yeah, and it's definitely. I mean, this feels like a Quentin Tarantino film, uh, no doubt about it. Like yeah. the the dialogue is maybe not quite as crisp as uh, I think of when I think of Tarantino, um, but it is certainly a love letter to a very specific genre, a very specific era. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is that's what he is, right? He's a film buff, and so he knows all of these these kind of niche 
uh, genres. He knows how to play into those, and I think he does a good job here with the Western. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you said that about the dialogue, because I thought Hateful Eight was pretty Quentin Tarantino-y in the yeah, dialogue, yeah. but it also was, I thought it sucked as a movie. <laughs> um, this, like, you're right, but, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio plays essentially a stutterer. Uh, he, he's got a real hard time getting his words out and he kind of has really? a hitched and halt. Hmm. Yeah, you didn't get that? that no, he's I was got that, up on that. Uh, 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 and, and anytime he's not actually acting, he's got that kind of slight kind of weird oh. hitch. And then huh. Brad Pitt is like the definition of laconic. He's just, right. I mean, you know, just draws cool. things out and almost Matthew McConaughey's mm-hmm. or, uh, he's, he's, he's very, he channels a lot of his character from Inglorious Bastards. Um, okay. You know, yeah. and, and, but, I don't know. He's excited to watch. Cecily hated this movie. She fucking hates it. Okay. Like, real bad hates I, it. You know, I can understand that. I think that, yeah, we can talk about some yeah. of that in the spoilers about where, um, you know, uh, I, I can agree with her and where I might disagree with her. Um, the thing is, I never felt like I was bored. I never felt like I was sitting yeah. through something I didn't no, want to see. Everything was super interesting. It's yeah. just like, um, I wondered what the point is, and we got to a halfway point uh-huh. in the movie where I'm like, oh... Oh, I bet I know where this is going, and then it exa- it went exactly where I thought it was going to go. Hmm. So, um, but even then, it's like okay. So I, I think I've got the movie's number. I'll just sit back and watch. But like you said, it's yeah. It was it's it's easy. I thought it was easy to watch because there's n- at no point is anything badly shot. Um, the pacing is really good. This is a you know another hallmark of uh, of Quentin Tarantino is like there even in scenes when there's not a lot going on there is a kind of tension that's built yeah yeah you know like is uh is Leonardo DiCaprio going to nail this role is Brad Pitt going to walk out of this room and and the mm-hmm. way there's some things that are like excruciate take excruciatingly long time like you'll watch Brad Pitt just like saunter across a football field size area <laughs> and the camera just hangs with him but that's what he does to build tension and yeah. it actually worked in this movie whereas the hateful eight I thought went to like tedious levels mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. I, I feel like I don't know because I was so over the hateful eight that I didn't even do much reading about it. You know, like, I, yeah. so like I saw it once. I'm never going to see it again. I didn't read any reviews. I have no idea what everybody in the, or the rest of the world thought about it, but I felt like a lot of the techniques he kind of was playing with in that movie, he kind of perfected because it's still excruciating slow. Uh, hardly any kind of like you know narrative or plot based tension until you know, like I said, hate flate is you know kind of the same way. Everything's laid back and just people talking and hurling <laughs> threats and accusations at each other. But then when shit goes down, buckle up. So um, yeah, I feel like this movie is a lot like Kill Bill if you removed a couple of the action scenes and replaced them with still tense scenes, but mm-hmm. tense scenes that don't pay off the way you expect them to Mm -hmm. it still has that vibe that Mm -hmm. very tarantino vibe uh and i enjoyed it yeah mostly yeah uh do you have anything else we want to say or should we move on to trailer talk so we can get to talk to the spoilers uh let's do trailers Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, uh, I saw, I think, a slightly longer or different type of ad for Ad Astra. I did too, yeah. 
Um, I mean, I still think this looks fascinating. I don't really can't put my finger on what it's actually about. Well, I look at those pictures of Tommy Lee Jones Mm -hmm. uh, playing Brad Pitt's father in this movie. And I just think, man, you're going to be disappointed when he gets back. Because the pictures of Tommy Lee Jones are so much younger. Uh, uh, they're, they're, they're not as wrinkly as you'd expect. That radiation so man, on the surface of Mars or I know. You send Tommy Lee Jones to space, he is not coming back any fresher than he left. And he didn't no. leave that fresh to begin with. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> but it is. It sounds like it's a mystery about like what happened to his dad. He's got to find his dad. Yeah. They're, they're having a shootout on a moon buggy on the moon. It's like, And the stakes are like billion dollar, multi-billion dollar stakes here with... Yeah. Massive spaceships and stations and I felt like a lot projects. it reminded me a lot of like the trailers for Interstellar where it's like, okay, it's just some cool space action, but who the fuck knows what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um I saw a trailer for Queen and Slim. What is that? So this movie is about a young black couple who gets pulled over by the cops and there is some bullshit that ensues and somehow there's a scuffle. <laughs> oh, is there? Yeah. Somehow there's a <laughs> scuffle and the cop loses his gun and he gets shot. Oh boy! And now this uh, this is a de- I th- feel like it's a deliberate parallel to Bonnie and Clyde that like this is kind of an outlaw couple on the run, but they yeah, have a lot of popular support. But this is a, it feels like a black Bonnie and Clyde, and it, it does also feel like a dare to be like, what are you going to say about this? Because we know you know no one has a problem with watching Bonnie and Clyde and some of these other like gangster movies, yeah. um, and you know killing cops and stuff when it's about robbing banks and it's got a little Robin Hood and like you know we've we've all watched gangster films and thought it like I think it feels like a dare it's like okay what happens when when we do one hmm. and we're not going to rob a bank it's just you know it's it's just, just some horseshit uh, bullshit stop I'm I'm curious to see uh, it's got a lot of people attached to it. Um, I'm curious to see what it actually if, if there's an actually there there um, yeah. and and what people make of it. Uh, I saw another trailer to Where'd You Go Bernadette, which mm-hmm. I don't know what this fucking movie's about. It seems like it's like a lighthearted romance or uh, comedic romp about a mom and a dad and their bright daughter and her dream to go to Alaska for some reason, and then hmm. Bernadette, who's played by Kate uh, Blanchett. And her husband, Dr. Manhattan, played by Billy Crudup, uh, <laughs> she just goes missing. And then it's suddenly like it's like a mystery. Like where? Uh, but it, it also feels it's like a mystery in the sense of like where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? I, I don't know. The tone of this fucking movie is all over the place. Huh. I'm not interested. I'm going to have to hear that this thing is like a fucking all time great movie before I movie before I go see it. Uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. First time I've yeah. seen this trailer. Oh, Tom Hanks is such a great Mr. Rogers. Uh yeah, I, I I got tear I got teared up in a two minute trailer. So this movie is going to fucking wreck me. I know, <laughs> just like the uh, documentary on Fred Rogers uh, that came out last year wrecked me. Um, it's got so, Matthew Reese in it, which I like him. He's yeah. kind of plays a semi antagonistic reporter. Yeah, like uh, he, looking for the scoop on Mister Rogers. Yeah, like you're, there's no way you can be this nice of a guy. Uh, and yeah. I, you know, so so far it's what, what's he been dead five years and. Uh, the 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 deep dark secrets of of uh the deep dark secret of fred rogers life is that he uh battled a crippling sense of in, of in, inadequacy uh-huh that he just wasn't doing enough and he wasn't good enough and he wasn't smart enough and strong enough and yeah. hell that's <laughs> who can't relate to that um so i'm really excited about that um wouldn't that comes out in november 
I, every poster I saw on the walls came out in October, so probably October. Okay, I, don't know. I have uh, no idea. Okay, uh, I, I actually know. Um, Cecily said the "Where'd You Go, Bernadette" is actually playing in the art house theater in our neighborhood already. Yeah, so what? like maybe it's like a limited release kind of thing, but uh, yeah, could there be. again, I just don't don't care to see it. Uh, did you see any trailers in your that I missed? Yes, yeah, so I saw Ad Astra. I saw Charlie's Angels, which I think we talked about yep. last time because mm-hmm. you saw it. Uh, that was the first time I had seen it. Uh, I saw something with Tiffany Haddish and. Haddish? Haddish? It's Haddish. Uh, and Elizabeth Moss. They look kind of cool. Oh, yeah? But I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. What was the premise? <sighs> it's tough to say. Look, I, I saw these things three hours ago, and since then I've seen three hours of Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Would it be so, The Kitchen? The Kitchen? Tra- that sounds right. Yeah. That could be it. Did it have Melissa McCarthy in it, too? Yes, it yeah. definitely okay. did. Okay, The Kitchen. Uh, I remember it looking interesting. I couldn't tell you what it's about. I forget. Okay. Um, I saw the Goldfinch. Based on a comic book series? Uh, oh, yes, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. DC. Is, it's a DC thing. These are like these women vigilantes that are trying to clean up Hell's Kitchen. I saw, yeah, I okay, saw this. Yeah. In, in like the late 60s, like, yeah, or late 70s. Yeah, in like Hell's, yeah. the Hell's Kitchen neighborhood in New York. I, um, okay, yeah, no, I saw the trailer. I, I, I saw this trailer too. It came out to uh, San Diego Comic-Con. is one of the things I was watching oh, okay. in my little roundup. So, yeah, it looked cool. Yeah, I think it looked cool. Uh, and then the Goldfinch. What was the last one? What's that? Based is that on the, the novel. Spy? What What is that one? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I saw the Goldfinch. That's all I know. Goldfinch. It's based on the very popular novel, which I've heard of. I haven't oh, read. Oh shit! Though. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't heard any of this stuff. Huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to watch a trailer for that too. Yeah. Um, I'm about to oh, it's it. got Finn Wolfhard in it, and Sarah it Paulson, and Nicole Kidman, and uh-huh. Luke Wilson. Yeah. All right. Of people. Okay. Cool. Uh, any other trailers? No, that was it. Okay, people, this is where uh, everyone that's not a club member has to get off, unfortunately. This is the final stop, uh, but it's easy to become a club member. Go to club.baldmove.com, and you will get our full spoiler-filled movie reviews for all of our first-run movies, in addition to many other great features, club.baldmove.com. And next week, we'll be back for uh, Calvin and Hobbes. Mm-hmm. Wait. Hobbs and Hooch. Yeah, Turner and Shaw. There you go. Uh, final Fantasy movie. Uh, we'll be back. <laughs> For Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw, Shaw. Yeah. Fast and Furious. Fast, Fast and Furious presents. Hobbs is that what it is? I thought it was like a uh, like a Fast and Furious story or a Fast and Furious no, tale presents. or some shit like that. Okay, yeah. so expect to see a lot more of these. I imagine. I and you know what? It looks like a lot of fun. I'm very yeah. excited for it. Okay, on to the spoilers. <laughs>